Hello, strangers on the internet, barricading yourselves from the outside world with the unbreakable bonds of friendship. Welcome to another ravishing episode of Now That's What I Call a Video Games Podcast. Today's episode, Now That's What I Call an Undead Horde. Today we dissect the rise of the zombie game. Do zombies scare us? Why have they shown up in games so often? And just how much life is left in the genre? My name is Drew Fasciano, and fun fact about myself, my apocalypse weapon of choice is the classic and reliable Molotov cocktail. Nice, nice. That's a yeah. that's a pretty good one. Pretty solid, yeah. It is, you know, you could like jab people with it once it's used up. It's got fire. It's 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 got the whole package. Like And hey, you know, if things turn up poorly, just pull out the flaming wick and just chug the bottle. There you go. It's got utility. It's a weapon with utility. <laughs> Uh, Hi, this is Adam, uh, and my apocalypse weapon of choice. I think it'd probably be like, uh, if if I if it's something I have, I think it would be like a baseball bat with like like barbed wire on it, because that always seems to work out well. Not that I have that, but I have a baseball bat somewhere. Not the barbed wire part. Uh, The weapon of choice would be a base like a Louisville Slugger with with barbed wire on it, and I know that's like super used, but you know what? They just seem so little, damn effective. The thing is, is, it seems a little worrying. I, I would be a little worried to use that because there's, there's barbed wire on it, so the barbed wire could get stuck on the zombies. And then you got a real problem. But now I just swing the zombie around. Yeah, see, look how that works. Your weapon gets upgraded the more you use it. God, I wish. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, hi there, everybody. I'm Zach, and my weapon of choice is a classic, is the shotgun. Mm. Uh, that was the other one I was going to go for. Yeah. Do it loud, do it proud. You know, I think we just picked, like, the zombie apocalypse trifecta. Like, that yeah. seems to be the pretty... It's like, what would you get? Shotgun, baseball bat, Molotov cocktail. You know, we haven't... We didn't have any crowbars, though. I've seen a lot oh, of crowbars. Man. See, okay. Crowbar... A crowbar has the same issue as the barbed wire bat, and that mm-hmm. things get stuck on it. Yes, but with a crowbar, you can, like, use it for not just killing zombies, but maybe you're setting up a barricade. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Again, oh. gotta think utility. Gotta think utility. That's where yeah, my no, I just, at. I just picked the shotgun. I went with the just the weapon weapon. You could go for, like, a like a weed whacker or something like that and, like, well, no, unless weed whacker is weed whacker. Weed whacker wouldn't really use to, like, cut off zombie parts. And I was thinking, like, you have range, and it's like a buzzsaw kind of thing. Yeah, have you... Have you used a weed whacker before? I have. Yeah, yeah. They wet all those zombie weeds I've been cutting works out really well. I see. I see. Uh, but right. not so great on the whole, you know, actually killing zombies bit. All right. Well. Well, you I'd, know. How has your week been going, Drew? Uh, it's been pretty okay, Mister. Have Zach. you run into any zombies? You know, I haven't run into any zombies. I have. Uh, it's been pretty relaxing. Um, I will say that I did not, I did not get to play any more near Automatimo. Oh. I wanted to, but then my oh. PlayStation broke, so I can't. Oh. What I, I got a nice black screen that says I need to install a reboot file for .55 or something. Um, and I need to put that on USB. I need to throw it on my PS4. And when I did that, the USB was not recognized. So I had to reformat the USB, still wasn't recognized. So I stopped and just played some Overwatch because I was frustrated and I didn't really want to deal with it. So I'm just never going to get to play that game. It's just never going to happen. 
Wow. Uh, We've given what? it a really good shot, but every oh, time man. I try. <laughs> what about your Persona 5 playthrough? Also, did you know you can play Nier Automata on the PC? I gonna... wouldn't play it on the PC. It's got some weird performance issues. Oh, that sucks. I just remember Devil May Cry did not work out very nicely on the PC, and I'm I'm little I'm a little wary of anything that is I don't really want to go down that route, but All outside right. of that, my week has been relatively chill. I uh, so, yeah, what's up? Are you going to send it in Wait, for repairs? So- or are you just going to say screw it and buy a new one? Or no, I mean I'm going to fix it eventually. I uh, I'm sure I'm sure there's something simple I can do if I scope through enough web pages that I'll you know I'll find I'll find a way. It's just mm-hmm. it's one of those things where during the week it's like I'm really enjoying this like weird three days of like sunlight that I get to see where I live. I'm gonna just enjoy that, and so I have. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing, Adam? How's your week? How's your life? Uh, pretty good. I've been pretty tired this week. We've just been really busy at work and such. Um, what have I been playing games wise? I've been putting more time into Persona Five. Uh. Had a lot of fun with that. I, I ended up having to redo a section a number of times, uh, and Oof. I was kind of surprised at it. Uh, there was, there's a, a stealth section at one part in the in one of the early dungeons that I it's kept the roof screwing. You're up. talking about right? Yeah, you get you get to the roof, and it's like, oh, look at all these, so, look at all these high level enemies, and it's like, oh, okay, maybe I can just sneak around. Oh no, I got tracked. I got seen. Well, maybe I could beat them. No, they're all like twice. They're all double my level, so. Yeah, they're all really strong. Um, I think uh, I think if you're like stealth up against a wall, enemies cannot see you no matter the circumstances. But I could be right. wrong about that. No, no, you're absolutely right. If you're if it's actually pretty nice because the stealth mechanic in this game is pretty forgiving, and I think that's a good thing. I don't think they needed to be like. I'm not sure how I feel about an RPG with stealth in it. That's so new to me. Like I don't uh, understand how it's that would more. Work. A- it ends up working more like a puzzle of like where do you want to where do you jump to next to make sure you're not seen more uh. more than like you know Metal Gear Solid stealth where it's like they can hear you they can you know yeah. they'll kind of see you if you're in stealth at all yeah, yeah like if if so stealthing in the game is basically defined as you plant your ass to a piece of uh, structural like a structural piece mm. um, like a planter box or something. Um, and as long as you are in that zone, enemies cannot see you. Like, even if they would normally very obviously see you, they can't see you. Yeah. You know, that, that sounds like some kind of cover-based system. That sounds like volume, yeah. actually. So I think I get what you're saying. I think yeah, I yeah. So it's, it it's exactly like that. Um, and I did, by the way, I did not know that aspect of it, that it, like enemies can't see you even if they, even if they do that. Um, like, as long as you're in cover, you cannot be seen. So mm-hmm. I, I had many moments of, like, panicked rushing an enemy <laughs> because I was in cover and they were about to walk past me and I was like, oh, shit, they're going to spot me. <laughs> so I've, I've been playing a bit more of that. Uh, I just hit a point where the game's, like, opened up. It's like, hey, you have your evenings back. And it's like, uh-oh, now I have too many choices. So still working through that. Uh, played some Overwatch. Played some uh, Heroes of the Storm. Uh, nice. Got my... Uh, Got my ten free loot boxes for the week. What? Why'd you get ten? Oh, there, there's. It's part of the uh, Heroes of the Storm 2.0 uh, uh, kind of cross promotion. You, if you play with uh, one person off your friends list, uh, you get a bunch of Overwatch rewards. You get a bunch of stuff, and the one of the rewards is ten loot boxes in Heroes of the Storm and ten in Overwatch. Freaking Blizzard and its ability to make people play games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um I 
I kind of wanted to do that, but I ended up not doing it. Hmm. Oh, if you guys are ever interested, uh, I've been playing a pretty good amount of that game, so we could try that out. I, yeah, I yeah. like that game. It, it's pretty. It's. I wasn't super keen on the on MOBAs after my kind of stint with uh, League of Legends, but this was like way more chill, and I, I've liked it a lot. So, mm-hmm. right on. The last thing I was gonna say is uh, for my week is I was I've been reading about the uh, Destiny Two stuff that's happening. Ooh. So um, that's about it. That game looks pretty cool. Still not sure if I'll get it though. But it's gonna be on Battle.net apparently. What? So because so Bungie and Blizzard are both owned by Activision. So instead of writing their whole new client for Destiny Two, Destiny Two is just gonna be on Battle.net. Huh. That's kind. Of, That's... I guess that kind of counts as a news story. But that was like a really weird headline to read. It's like. Wait a minute, this isn't a Blizzard game. Get out yeah, of here. It's, huh. it's going to be super weird. I, they, they might be turning Battle.net into the like general platform Activision is. I could see them do that. I think that's why they changed it from... Uh, wasn't it like Blizzard something? Yeah, or, the, uh... the, the name of the company is Blizzard Activision. Or... No, 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 I'm sorry. Was it always called Battle.net or was it... It was always it... called Battle.net. Blizzard oh, always okay. called it that. For some reason, I thought it had a name change recently, like to Blizzard.net or something like that. No, no, as far as I can tell, no. Okay. But yeah, that's been, that's been my week. Zach? All right. Um, so to start off my week, um, I found out, like, what, Wednesday? Mm-hmm. That I have allergies. I did not know I had allergies before this point. Uh-huh. And so my doctor tells, so the, so the doctor I was seeing tells me this, and I'm like, are you sure it's not a bacterial infection? And they're like, yes. The positive. <laughs> I've had those infection. before. <laughs> yeah, I've had that before. Um. Like, like my doctor literally looked up my nose, my nostrils, and then said, no, I don't see any signs of bacterial infection. It doesn't seem like you have that. You have allergies. Sounds legit. Sounds legit. Um, and so I got sent home, and and I, I was, like, completely floored by this. Um, so I got sent home with a prescription, um, and I was also told to get some Claritin. Wasn't given a prescription for Claritin. I was just told to get some Claritin. Yeah. Oh. Um. And so I got the Claritin and I got my prescription. And let me tell you, that prescription drug does things. I'm not sure it does good things, but it does things definitely. Did did you see some weird shit, Mr. Zach? No, but I smelled some weird shit. Okay, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that at all. Uh, yeah, okay. how does that work? Uh, so so the, the, the medicine I got is a nasal spray. And so uh, oh, I, I spray it into my nose. And two things. One, it smells. So I can smell the the medicine itself, and and two, my nostrils open up like crazy, and so I can smell everything. I can Whoa. smell color. I can yeah. taste sound. Yeah, shit, shit gets real when you like for the like, the first 10, 15 minutes I'm on it. Um, anyways, in terms of games, I uh I've been playing some Overwatch, but uh probably more importantly, I started playing both Yakuza Zero and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, that's very important. I played about the first hour of Yakuza Zero until I died, and then I said, "You know what? I'm gonna play some Horizon Zero Dawn instead." How'd that go? Um, so I, I feel bad because I hear Yakuza Zero is super, super good. I just wasn't wasn't feeling it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, Horizon is another game that I I thought I would I like while playing it. I was like, "Yeah, this is fun. This is enjoyable." Um, and I was running around the world, and I was doing all these different sorts of things. And maybe it's just because I was sick. This is before I saw the doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I just didn't find it super engaging. Hmm. I hear for that one, 
you kind of have to start getting into the story for it because it, how do I put this? It, apparently, it doesn't start getting engaging until you get a little ways in. At the beginning, oh. it, it just kind of starts off, but that that might be just a weird presentation thing. Um, it's I don't know. I'm, I'm like still in the starting zone, so I could see how that works. The thing is, like, you could spend like I'm doing like all the side quests in the starting zone. You could spend an upwards of like two or three hours in there just on its own running around. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is that the game is the game is a total butt about fast travel. How so? Oh, like it's like super picky about where you can and cannot fast travel. Yeah, right now it's super picky about that. So I'm like, I want to fast travel to this spot because it's right next to the quest thing, and they're like, nope. And I'm like, game, why? Why? Well, if you're you only an hour into the game, maybe maybe eventually it opens up and you get to do yeah. that. I, f- I figure it will. I figure it'll be up probably more like, uh, like say, Nier Automata did where it opened up later. I wouldn't know, Zach. I wouldn't know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You'll never know how open world Nier Automata is. Never, I, ever. I'm just going to know it as this one like super cool linear sequence where I fight a big robot and then and then it... Uh, uh, so many, oh, so many man. replays. Ugh. Um, before we talk about zombies and cool stuff like that, there are a few breaking news stories that I think we all should sit down and have a good chat about. Yes. I think the first one's probably the most important one. <laughs> yes, it is. The, um, the Sonic Forces, uh, reveal, um, so fun for people who don't know, Sonic Forces is the next in the Sonic cycle of games that happens that makes everyone very happy or very sad. And they were teasing a new character for the game Ooh. for some time. Ooh. Who could it be? It was revealed that the new character oh. is you. Me? Yes, I'm you, Adam. The, I'm the new Sonic character? Well, golly gee willikers. The, you, you can basically just create a new character for yourself, and that's going to be the character in the game. Which, according to the meme, just means that anyone the Hedgehog can now officially be canon in the Sonic universe, and it's Finally. terrifying. And I don't know. Fuck, that I don't is know what amazing. To do with my life. <laughs> Adam, Adam, Adam. What? What? Can I hug you? No, I am. A, I am in my house, and you're at your house, and we are far away. I no. mean, we are in the same room. <laughs> so I was gonna say what this means is now with the created character. Finally, Cold Steel the Hedgehog is now a legitimate Sonic character. Oh, Cold Steel. Guys, guys, guys. What? What? Sonic True can be real. Oh, God. Yeah, here's what I'm excited for. I'm excited for if the game's going to release and it's going to have a character editor. And then the PC version is going to have mods and they're going to really go hog wild with that shit. Oh, like, God. All the all the weird, like, deviant X-ray, X-rated shit you're not supposed to have in the game is going to be thrown right in there. It's going to be right there. Yeah. By the way, apparently you can also choose your race. You can choose from a number of different animals. Oh, oh I didn't true. catch that part. I only saw. I, I thought it was just. Oh, look! You can make a custom hedgehog. But I think you can make multiple different animals. I got this rumor off Tumblr. No, no, no! <laughs> it is true. You can have different different animals, and those animals have different skills. Like I think, uh, I think a bird can fly, like tails used to. You can mm-hmm. be a hedgehog. You can be a fox, an echidna. You can be know. a bear. You can be a I cat. Could, I could be an enchilada. Finally. <laughs> Just cover yourself in red sauce, dude. It's gonna be great. One question I had was, uh, so Sonic Forces, like, on the one hand, 
I think this is both, this was both inevitable and actually kind of a neat idea. Like if the Sonic fan base is really into like making their own characters, it's like, okay, this doesn't seem, this seems fine. Like, you know, jokes aside, this seems like a kind of cool feature for people who are into the series. My only question about that is, is your custom made character just somebody in the background or are they the main character of Sonic Forces? Because I think Sonic, like a, like a whole campaign dedicated to it. Cause like hmm. they showed levels. They showed because, like oh you front and center, so I don't know. Yeah, because there's that there's that shot in the trailer where it, your custom character is in the center, and then it's modern Sonic and retro Sonic flanking him, which kind of gave me the impression that your main your custom character is the main character, but also like I thought Sonic was going to be the main character of this, so who knows? It's it's all speculation until it finally releases. I wanna I wanna dive back into the comedy well for a moment. Oh god, uh-huh. Go nuts. I just that trailer and the picture they showed of the custom character sent a clear message that yes, we have been on Deviant Art. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it sent the message that yes, we have been on Deviant Art and yes, your Deviant Art monster, it will be part of the game. Did you notice that one of the cosmetic things you can add onto your uh, custom hedgehog is a uh, DBZ scouter? Yeah. Oh my god, I did not know that. Like, it's not, it's not actually a DBZ scouter, but it's one of the eye, oh it's like an god. eyeglass thing. And it's like, oh my god, what? Now, okay, now, now I really just want to make Piccolo. I Here's the thing, you probably will be able to. Like, I'm, you'll make a Piccolo I bear. <laughs> I am like, ready that's... for Piccolo. Oh lord, oh lord. Uh, but like I said, it's a neat thing for, uh, and I'm... Sh- I'm wondering if they're going to carry this forward. If this does, if Sonic Forces does well, if every um, game at, hereafter is going to have a custom character thing. Like once you've opened this door, you kind of can't roll it back for this Sonic in particular. You can't roll it back. We can oh, only yeah. pray, Adam. Well, we can okay, okay. Pray. We can only what? We can pray. <sighs> yes. We can only pray for the gods. I'm trying to segue into the next story. Someone please we, pick this up for me. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> so, we can only pray for the gods because they had to have their name changed. It's a different kind of pray now. Yeah. So, uh, l- people who have listened to the podcast for a while might remember a while back, We, I think in our uh, Winter Wonderland episode, we talked about a, a Kickstarter game called Pray for the Gods, and it's a... Uh, it was a Shadow of the Colossus style game where you're playing as this character going through a winter tundra fighting these giant monsters. And it was originally P-R-E-Y for the gods. Like, it was a play on the word of praying and, ooh, I am pray for the gods. I'm being hunted. Well, a couple, I think earlier this week or maybe last week, Bethesda released their new game, Pray. And because of, like, copyright shenanigans, Pray for the Gods had to change their name to be P R. A-E-Y, it's like, it's kind of a weird mash A and E kind of smashed into each, into each other. I don't know it's what that, that... It's a bit of that Aether A-E going on. I don't know if it's actually a real word or if it's just like some like made up thing. It it, it looks goofy to me, but... Yeah. The thing is, well, I, I kind of wish they used the symbol, Um, there, there's a symbol with A and E smashed together. I wonder if that was still under Bethesda's whole thing. Uh, no, no, no. That that smashed together symbol is the one they're using. I just oh, didn't okay. know how to type it on the docket for you guys. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. So your dreams came the, true. It is My the A and E smashed together, uh, and the logo they have is actually it's uh, looks pretty cool, and it's kind of an A and an E, but it's in this weird shape of a person praying. 
So they got to keep their lo- they got to keep the logo, but they had to change the name of the game. So whenever you see it written, it's going to be P R A E Y. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to really affect like the way people see the game. Uh, but it it is like one of those weird things that's been happening. Like I remember like Bethesda, didn't they also have to like copyright scrolls back when I think what was it Notch? He was making another yeah. game or something like that. Well, yeah, he, he, I don't want to like Bethesda kind of has to do that or they lose the copyright. No, I, I'm fully aware that like they they are doing this because like the legal system is weird. Um, it just you know it's it like happens it happens more than I'd like it to. So yeah. I mean, it basically like it makes Bethesda out to be a dick to which Bethesda isn't like like Bethesda's parent company are the ones who are doing this. I think they're Zenimax. Yeah, Zenimax is the parent company. Yeah, they're, they're the ones doing all the suits, but um, I mean, it, they, it, it, like Zenimax isn't exactly fantastic people, but at the same time, what? No, like, they're great. But but they're also like like uh, they have to do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's it's not so much as like you know big company pr- like preying on a little company. It's literally I like, that, I like what you did there. Just so you know, I really like what you did there. Uh, it's literally they need they would have to. If it ever came in a legal battle or something like that, they would have to protect it now so they don't lose it, the copyright, later. Uh, there was a similar instance of this happening. You know, there was the thing with Notch and Scrolls, but there was also, I think, the uh, CD Projekt, the guys that did the Witcher series, actually copyrighted the word Cyberpunk for their next game, Cyberpunk 2077. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's a similar thing of, you know, we need to protect our intellectual property or our copyright. All right, okay. Yeah. Cyberpunk is a genre. Please well, don't fucking copyright a genre. Well, guess what? They did. Now, to be fair, CD Projekt ha- have proven themselves to not be maliciously evil towards anybody. So when they say, guys, we're just doing it for our game. If you try to make a game called Cyberpunk, Zack's Awesome Adventure, we're going to have to stop that. But it, it's in general, we don't care. It's definitely a defensive move. It's something that they're probably just like covering their bases for. No, but, but you copyright the game you're making, which is Cyberpunk 2020. They went for they went for the because if they want to make sequels or anything they went for that one but that's ah. another that's a whole different thing mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know I actually kind of like it because isn't that smash together A E isn't that more of a uh, what isn't that used in a lot of in particular language or something it's it's used I don't know if it's used in Latin but it gets it tends to get used in a lot of fantasy stuff yeah mm-hmm. I guess that I guess when I saw it it gave it more of a like a fantasy vibe to the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, still gonna be. It still looks like a cool game. I'm still excited for when that ever drops. Yes. So there's one more thing I think we want to talk about. Um, Adam Scalebound. That's alive again. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, more trademark stuff. Um, or copyright stuff. There's a theme. A while back, um, there was this game called Scalebound that Platinum was making, and you know, a couple weeks ago, we we talked about how that game got canceled because possibly to some development co- conflicts or something like that. Uh, Microsoft just wasn't moving forward with the project, so they had this big public thing of, hey, Scalebound is out. Well, uh, according to some... Now, I'm not entirely sure. I think this might still be rumor, um, uh, is that they renewed their trademark for Scalebound, but I don't know if they're actually bringing Platinum back on to work on it. So it's kind of like Microsoft still wants to make it, but just not with Platinum. Well, if I remember correctly, Platinum, like, actively pulled out, right? Like, there was a lot of trouble between, like, the studio and and I think the folks that were trying to, like, um, 
I don't know if I remember like the guy in charge like actively was talking about how they were being mistreated, but maybe I'm maybe I'm misremembering. I don't. There was some fr- there felt like there was some friction between Platinum and Microsoft. Um, mm-hmm. the, the one thing I was kind of curious on is because uh, Hideki Kamiya, the guy who was working on it, had talked previously about how like Scalebound, like this guy's super into dragons and such, apparently, and was like this was like Scalebound was like the game he really wanted to make for a while. Right. Uh, so he he personally was pretty bummed out when it got uh, pulled. So it was just kind of weird to see it come back of like, hey, so Scalebound's coming back, but without any of those guys. And from my understanding of it, it was kind of like Kamiya's like this is this is kind of my dream project to work on this. I was like, well, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember they were they were trying to like force down multiplayer or something, and he was not it, he was not into it, uh, something like that. Yeah. I don't know if it was if it was the multiplayer thing. It just felt like as soon as they announced multiplayer for Scalebound, people seemed to get very disinterested in it. Uh, and I remember they just weren't talking about it anymore after that. So maybe uh, that's my theory on why stuff happened, where it was just like some development issue happened. For me, it's a, it's a story that I want to find out more about, um, but I don't think I actually will. I think it's just going to get kind of buried underneath all the fluff that we tend to get in, you know. Now, now I'll ask you, Drew. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember you and I were kind of interested in Scalebound. Uh, I personally am not that interested in the game if Platinum's not there. I don't know if your opinion is Oh, dude, I don't care. Different. If Platinum's not there, then I'm out. Like, half the reason I liked it was the fact that Platinum was doing something. Like, yeah. Like, I have faith in a game if they're working on it. That's that's half the reason that I started paying attention to Nier. And then it was like, oh, shit, this does look like a Platinum game. Yeah. So, so kind of without them, I really don't... I'm not that interested in Scalebound. It looked like... I wasn't super interested in it because it was like, oh, that's this Microsoft exclusive thing. But, oh, well, there's Platinum, so it might be good. And it's like, well, thanks. Thanks, Microsoft. You saved me a cool 60 bucks. Ah, they're, they're looking out yeah. for you. Consumer friendliness. <laughs> thanks, man. Try not to pinch your wallet. Indeed. But you know what is pinching your wallet? What? All these beautiful zombie games everywhere! Eating up all your bunnies. Especially the ones that are about fighting plants. Yeah. Ooh, that's true, that's true. Yeah. Um, so we... Our topic this week is zombie games. And I think if we could get, like, a group zombie horde, like, could we just oh, do okay. that right now? Right. Okay, three, right. two, one. Good job, good job. Well done, well done. Yeah, uh, when the zombie apocalypse happens, we are ready to go. We are going to implement stealth into it. It's going to be great. Everything's going to be fine. So, zombie games, they pop up a lot. There are lots of different types of them, as Zach pointed out. The Plants vs. Zombies zombie game. I hadn't even considered that. And they pop up so frequently, we decided to talk about them. So, opening statements. What is everyone's stance on the noble, noble zombie game? Um, it's... Hmm. It's like having, it's like the main character having a sword. You know what you're getting into the second it pops up. It's familiar. It's a familiar I, thing. I can look it in the eye and go, yup, I know what I'm dealing with here. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But what were I, people's first zombie game or a game that when you think of zombies, like the earliest zombie game you could think of? Uh, the earliest one I think of, I've mentioned it before, but it is the classic and beautiful Zombies Panic. The, um, the Half-Life mod that ate up a lot of my time as a kid where you played as a team of humans trying to survive. If you died, you became a zombie. Uh, The biggest, most popular map was Cabin. 
And I met a lot of people that I ended up hating because they ended up dying and trying to eat me later. And it actually did freak me out a lot. It was a scary <laughs> That's like a real freaked out situation. Yeah. Um, my, my first zombie game was Resi 2. Um, Resident Evil 2. That is classic. That's a good that one. Classic. Um, it, it got me in the mode of when there are zombies, you, your, your goal is to survive. Oh, um, so like, yeah, because they, they were... Uh, those were the survival horror ones at the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it was sort of like it got me used to the idea of zombies as both action game kind of enemy and run away from these things because they're going to murder you kind of enemies. So, yeah. but but like it was was it actually a scary game for you? Like for me, zombies, um, I don't think of terror. I think of like goofy, goofy, goofy fun times. Yeah. So so, um, I don't do horror very well. Hmm. Um, Go on. And so, uh, zombie games, uh, like Resi 2, scared the shit out of me as a kid. Mm. Yeah. Well, Resi 2 uh, on its own is just really good at being scary. Uh, you know, just with scares, yeah. Just, even with zombies and all the other monsters they got, but definitely the zombies are kind of the marquee of that. I, uh, I think I do have to admit, um, I was totally able to play Resi 2 uh, once I changed all the blood colors. Oh, because oh, yeah, because then it's like. What did you change them to, like, green and blue or stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. So so there are three different types of enemies in Resident Evil 2. Uh, one shoots out red blood. One shoots out blue blood. The other, last one shoots out green blood. And hmm. I, I believe that's true. Um, so one of the cheats you could do is rotate the blood colors. <laughs> and that, that just takes the fear out of your eyes completely? Like, if it's blue, Listen, man, you when care. you're shooting zombies and green stuff is coming out, it's kind of funny. That's true. Um, like, for me, that just seems gross. Like, it seems it, grosser than if it was red. I don't know well, why. No, it's like, look what was coming out. It's just, oh, these zombies are just weird abominations. It's just these weird you know, things. You know, it, it dehumanizes them. You don't have to think about them. I see it. I see yeah. it. That might, that might be part of it. Uh, I think the first game... When I think zombies, I think the first game that comes to mind for me is, uh, or the earliest zombie game I can remember was uh, actually Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Oh. Because that was the first game that I remember re- encountering re-deads. Oh. Boy, were those. Oh, boy. So, you know, those things they're, are just these, they're just these weird, like, zombie-like things that all, and all they do is just stand there. They don't, like, walk at you. But as soon as you come into contact with them, they just let out this horrifying scream and you're stuck in a point and they're walking towards you and you know they'll as soon as they get to you they'll do this really quick kind of janky animation of grabbing you and just steal your life Uh, man i remember not going into certain dungeons if it had re-deads because it scared me so bad i didn't play ocarina of time but i did play Mm -hmm. wind waker and the way they do re-deads in that game like they're these like like, there are these slow-moving, like, huge-headed dudes that are, like, in the bottom of a crypt. And I didn't yeah. know I didn't know what they were. I just thought they were, like, this really weird slow enemy type. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then, like, this, like, ear-shattering scream pops out. And I'm like, holy fuck, I'm scared of Zelda for the first time in my life. Yeah, Because, well, like, and to be honest, you know, Redeads are kind of an unconventional zombie. They are very clearly a zombie because they're undead, shambling things. Mm-hmm. But most zombies kind of moan and wail. They don't usually scream and stun you. Uh, for the like a really traditional zombie for me would probably be uh, Resident Evil One and probably Resident Evil Two as well as like the first. Those are the, when I think of zombie games. It's usually the Resident Evil series, but those two are the first ones I remember like being really scared of zombies. It's like yeah. oh my god. 
Like I never I, played a like a full Resi game proper, but like I always like when I think of zombies in games, I typically go to like their depiction of it. You know, like the slow like. Rah, rah. Well, the other game I, I can think of when a uh, um I think of, when, of zombies. Uh, did you guys ever play the House of the Dead series? Yes. In, like, the yes. Yes. Holy shit, Drew, Drew, Adam, amazing game in the arcade. I yeah. loved it. Uh, I like them all, and, and so it's weird of like. Because I have, like, some of these ideas of, like, oh, man, zombies are super scary. And then you play House of the Dead. It's like, zombies are just goofy fun. And that's you. I think that might actually be partially because in House of the Dead, when you shoot a zombie, uh, they, they just kind of, like, pop in a very, like, kind of cartoonish, over-the-top explosion. They have green blood, like like Zach was saying. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's a very arcadey game. It's a very arcadey game. Oh yeah, it, it's it's basically Time Crisis, but with the zombies and like weird supernatural like laboratory shit going on. Like the final bosses in that game got goofy as fuck. Still, it was a, it was an amazing ride all the way through. Oh no, I, oh. I I would take it again and again whenever I went to an arcade. I'd be like, Yo, this is where I'm putting all my money today. This yeah. weird, like, okay, there's a dagger there. There's a bunch of coins. Sounds great. What's that? My my friend is dead. Oh, no, the dead bodies. Better keep going. Oh, can I protect the kid? I save the kid. I am the best. Now, I'm trying to think of other, like, major series that have, like, zombies in it. Because there's, like, zombies show up all the time in games. Like, all the time. But I'm trying to remember, like, like think of games where it's, like, they are a core thing. Uh, you know, because Resident uh, Evil is all about, like, zombies and undead. Uh, Left for Dead. Left I like. You know what? That's another one where it's just like there are so many that it kind of becomes a little ridiculous. It's like it's not as scary because they're just like, wow, there are so many. This is this is so fucked. Well, like yeah. the zombie game is almost a trope at this point, right? Like there are zombie modes. There are like very simple twists on genre. Oh, like, uh, I, Dead I, Rising. I, Dead Rising. Dead Rising. Right. Like people are trying to get creative with it. Like uh, there's the the two B new Metal Gear that's effectively like Metal Gear but with zombies. Like it's something yeah. that happens so frequently. I've, I've heard. I think I've, that one that one was called Metal Gear Survive, and it's basically yes. the Metal Gear Solid Five engine running this kind of zombie survival game. Uh, to be fair, that was a really weird one. I don't know why that that's happening. Uh, I think because it's a simple asset flip programming AI that's like a zombie is super easy. Like I think when you think of like why you would make a zombie game like it's very easy to come to the conclusion of you have limited assets and you just want to throw something together like you can convincingly do that like, yeah i think so, that's at the underbelly of it you know yeah. yeah okay so um zombies are like the perfect thing to make like it's it's the perfect video game style enemy because um you you uh their you, their ais are really easy the assets aren't terribly hard they, the assets aren't aren't uh, they're, they're usually just—they're usually uh, just kind of the generic player or some mo- like humanoid-esque thing, and yeah. then kind of messed up a little bit. So yeah, yeah they're pretty, yeah. and you don't have to feel bad about killing them. You don't feel I bad about is... killing them. Um, and uh, like I think the probably the, the the I think I mentioned the AI, and then the uh, the last part is all oh, right. There are lots and lots and lots of them, which fills lots and lots and lots of content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's that mm-hmm. new one? There, there is a new game that Sony showed off called Day. I think it's called uh, Days Gone By. Yeah, and if you look at that one, it, they so far it's just a preview trailer, and what it is, it, it's this biker guy kind of walking through a lumber yard, and there's just 
this massive horde of zombies just coming by. It's like probably the biggest zombie horde I've seen, uh, like in a game, and it's like on a Wait. technical scale, it's really impressive to see. What that is that in engine? In theory, it's an engine. They're they're trying to show off their in engine. Granted, yeah, Mm. this is a trailer for it, so you got to kind of take that with a bit of salt. But like, if that trailer is indicative of the final product, like, damn, like, damn, that's Mm. that's a lot of zambambos. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So let me ask you guys: uh, Do you guys prefer like when when you're playing a zombie game? Do you prefer like when it's the giant horde or like more kind of slow walking around or fast zambos? Like, what kind of zombies? do you like in your game? I like the zombie that fits the style of the game I'm playing. I want my zombies to match my game. I don't want my game to match my zombie. Interesting, interesting. Hmm. I guess with with me, like, since I don't really take, like, the zombie thing very seriously, I prefer it if it's it's more of a... I prefer it if the zombies are fast enough to pose a bit of a challenge, right? Like, Mm -hmm. again, I think back to Zombies Panic or... Or even Half Life when they had like the zombie head crabs, right? Like I, oh, I, I hate I, those things. <laughs> I, They're annoying. Yeah, I hate them. I love the fact that the game like was willing to just call them zombies. Like side tangent, I always respected Half Life for this. Like so many games, they will have a zombie like enemy, but they'll call it like the infected or the undead or like some like something like kind of dumb when everyone in like the real world would just call it a zombie because it looks and acts like a zombie. And in mm-hmm. this case, they just they just went for it. They're just like, it's a fucking zombie! Run for it! And I'm like, oh, yes! Thank yeah. you! That is weird. And a lot of zombie uh, fiction and media, uh, at least, you know, in more... Uh, sorry, I can't talk today. In, like, a it's modern okay. setting, like, they just don't want to use the word zombie, and I feel like... And that's kind of odd, because they always... But they always try to, like, put a, like, oh, it's a walker or something like that. I think that's yeah. the, the one I hear the most. You know what it is? I like it when zombies embrace the fact that they are a goofy Hollywood cliche, and they just roll with it. Like, I had a ton of fun with Left for Dead, just because it was, like, a bunch of stereotypes all the way through, and it just it just had fun with it. Yeah. And didn't didn't try too hard to be scary, but wasn't afraid to do the scary things. I like that. When that happens, I'm usually very happy. Yeah. I, I think when... In the zombies that I kind of like, I always like the ones that are they, they're they're a little bit more slower moving because I like that they kind of just shamble towards you and you're trying to like because in some of them I always find it really funny when it's the huge horde when there's like so many it's like all right this is just bonkers mm-hmm. but when it's just the one zombie for some reason that really unnerves me especially if it's the kind that just kind of slowly like unstoppable walks towards you mm. um yeah when you don't have a gun the one zombie becomes a genuine threat well even when you have a gun like i think the part that re- of resident evil that really scared me was just like they would just stand in the hallway and would just be there and then they'd do this slow walk towards you as and you would just pop rounds into them you couldn't stop them from walking towards you unless you just used up a good portion of your ammo yeah uh, but then in games where they have the horde you know, because there are so many, and the you and you're expected to kill a bunch, like in Dead Rising or Left for Dead. Yeah, it's it loses a little bit of the tension factor of I'm gonna just pop off like five of them right now. Uh, yeah, I um, I I agree with you on that account. That like uh, zombies tend to work when you're using zombies. They tend to work best as as like each one is a genuine threat onto itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there may be lots and lots and lots of them, but just one could take you out. Hmm. I can yeah. see that. that. That's a good point. I, I have a question for the both of you. Hmm. Are oh. zombies ever legitimately terrifying for you? Like, 
are you ever genuinely scared of zombies? Mm. Not anymore. Like I said, uh, when I very first, when I was first playing games, and, and when I was really young, uh, zombies were like legitimately scary to me, uh, especially mm-hmm. in games like, uh, espe- like I said, especially in, uh, with, in Zelda with the Rededs and Resident Evil. Uh, but even just in like media in general, zombies are like pretty scary. Uh, again, I think it was because like zombies are are kind of unnerving. I feel of like this this thing is supposed to be dead now, it's just walking around, and there's like it's just super creepy. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, uh, I think maybe it's just because I got used to them, or maybe because they are just so used all so, the time. Like you, you saying, see them all the time. It's just eh, it's another zombie. Oh, oh well. So, so what you're saying is uh, they were in the uncanny valley, but they've left it now. Uh, kinda. You know, I, I think they've gone and joined the things that are most definitely not human for you. Yeah, it, it's kind of like in when Resident Evil One and Two were there, and game graphics were at the time. You know, what what we now see is just like that's a collection of just a bunch of rectangles. Like, oh my god, that's a person kind of thing. And oh, that zombie is going to attack is going to attack him. Oh no, get out of there! Now it's like, well, this looks just so unreal that I it doesn't it's not real. Is it possible right. that since you've seen zombies so many times, like there are so many zombie ca- games, as we said earlier, like that you're just like, you're just numb to it, right? Like you're like, okay, it's going to shamble at me. It's going to jump out. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and that's another part of it. It's just there's so many zombie things now. Like Zach was saying, zombies are like the soup. It's like it's guy with a sword. You know exactly what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like, eh, whatever. I, I have found that they are very effective at wearing you down right like in the zombie games that i feel are effective i will start off fully stocked maybe i got a team again i'm thinking of left for dead i'm thinking of uh, zombies panic but like by the end of it like you you are on your last clip there's like a few people left if like for me it's all about that like staying even with you and like that kind of mechanic of you know finding ways to like chip at you until it's like oh shit how did this happen and that for me can be terrifying like that's something that i think that genre actually does pretty damn well yeah i I was about to say that that's that's the space that zombies play in very well mechanically um Mm -hmm. because they tend to be played up as as a big big horde one way you can make them challenging is by just having them drain out your resources Mm -hmm. yeah it's not even that but like so, so do you find that scary because they are, they're just this oppressive thing. They just keep coming. Like you pop one down and they keep coming. So your resources are dropping. I find it nerve wracking. I find it very tense. It, it gets into that little bit of me that I had when I was younger, where like, I really wanted to hoard all my stuff in an RPG, like for the, mm-hmm. like the second I would need it. But in a zombie game, like you kind of need to take care of that inventory all the time. You got to manage your stuff a lot closer like, you can be like, oh, well, you know, I, I got a little bite. It's whatever. I'll just wait until, you know, maybe I'm really in the red. But then you don't know if you're not going to have time to, like, actually heal yourself up or if you're going to need that bullet. Like, why not just double tap now to make sure it's dead? You know, like, those kind of things pop up. Um, yeah, I can see that. Like, zombies work really well. Of, like, at least I me, mean, I feel I find I always like them more in games where they are just this oppressive kind of thing that's just always around. And you're like... Uh, you know, they are just kind of a drain on you because mm-hmm. there are so many or because they're just hard to kill. And then they're just always kind of like a constant threat, you know, because they're, they're always just there are always more things that are dying that become zombies. Mm-hmm. So there are always more zombies. That's yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, I, I'm really easily spooked. So zombies can still be terrifying for me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Any particular? Oh, we already asked that. I'm already what, what, scared of cat. You don't have to rub it in. Oh, look! Look at Zach. Look at Zach scared uh, of undead stuff. Adam, I swear to God, if you're wagging your finger, I will be very displeased. I am wagging my finger now, Zach. You tell me why you're afraid of that shambling pile of mass and corpse. <laughs> um, no, I think it, it takes very select context because, like you guys, the zombies have mostly exited exited the uncanny valley for me. But um, if you take like a first person game. Uh, mm-hmm. like like a genuine like horror game, and you put zombies in there. I'm, I'm going to be scared of the zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, is it like? Uh, may I ask? Like, so like, is it any? You had mentioned like context. Is it like any kind of context with zombies? Like, if you were to be it's, playing like Call of Duty zombies, that might scare you. Versus like no, like um, Resident Evil Seven kind of stuff. Like games that aren't meant to be scary don't scare me. Games mm-hmm. that are meant to be scary scare me. That's about it. Like, if there are zombies in the scary game, I'm going to be scared of the zombies. He's going like, to get so if I played, like, Dead Space, I've seen the enemy types. They look kind of goofy. They'd still speak, spook the shit out of me. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. necromorphs are so... Necromorphs are such a cool take on the zombie idea. Like, because, like, so many zombies are just the shambling thing of, go pop them in the head. But Dead Space set up with the whole thing of, no... If you shoot that thing in the head, it's just going to get mad. You have to cut all the limbs off. And, th- like, granted, on a really, really technical level, oh, a necromorph isn't a zombie. It's like, no, it's it's an infected thing that has just amassed so much flesh and weird stuff that it's become this horrible thing. It's a fucking zombie. It's dead and it's alive. And, oh, man, Dead Space is so cool. I'm going to make Zach play it one day. It's going to be hilarious. Oh, no. Well, I had that onto the... It's right on the list. Hooray. So then, so then, there are lots and lots of zombie games. Do you think the zombie genre is a bit overplayed then? Do you think, do you think it's too saturated at this point? I think, I think it hit a maximum saturation point a few years ago, and Mm -hmm. it has since been slowly coming down. I'm ignoring, I'm ignoring all the zombie games that people put in green, on Steam Greenlight. Those Mm -hmm. ones, those can go away. Um, but. Well, Greenlight's going away, so there you go. I think they hit a peak and they're coming back down. They're coming down to like rational, reasonable levels. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that might have something to do. And I don't know if this is at all accurate. I haven't looked at any stats on it. But I think when I think there was like the standard zombie game for a long time, which is just horde, horror thing, whatever. And I think when like the Walking Dead games came out, they definitely tried very hard to be like a different type of just like story based game. And I think that might have helped the genre kind of like kind of like re reset a little bit like i'm seeing zombie games that are trying to be genuinely terrifying like i know the mm-hmm. new the new resident evil is like all about this like slow like oh god how do i survive experience as opposed mm-hmm. to like the zombie horde which i think there's a little bit more room for those games to you know be around um yeah yeah i i actually agree with you because like <clears throat> it definitely felt like when when telltale's the walking dead came out that definitely because it did so well and it did just kind of use zombies as this vehicle to tell this really engaging story it definitely did feel like they kind of started toning zombies down because there's like look at this game that used zombies so well you know they want to see people want to see more of that where a lot of them were just like here's the horde here's a zombie uh i personally think zombie games became a little overdone uh Maybe when the Walking Dead show really started getting huge, because then they were just in the mainstream all the time, and everybody was yeah. talking about them. But yeah. it also felt like that's kind of when, like, uh, you know, Call of Duty had their zombie mode, and that was kind of like a little Easter egg at first. But now it's like it's like a marquee item. Like that's one of the things they really sell. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, I was shocked to see that develop, too. Like, I remember, um, like, entire campaigns based off of just, like, or, like, ad campaigns where it's just, like, look what we got now. It's a new zombie game, Call of Duty. And I was, like, what, really? You know what, you know what multiplayer, like, you know what multiplayer players like doing more than, than killing each other? Killing zombies. Working together to kill random enemies. (laughs) Like, you've seen, you've seen how popular, uh, Overwatch's, um... Uh, PvE content is like the the uprising event and the Junkenstein event were both super popular. The, they're probably the most popular events for that game. Multiplayer players like working together. That's... Oh, Zach, no, I understand. I understand wanting to work together to destroy a devious threat. I just didn't expect like it to take off as big as it did. Like, like billions and billions of dollars going into what is was effectively like a little spinoff thing they did like a few years ago. Like, resources reallocated. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would kind of agree with Drew on that, especially at least in the terms of the Call of Duty. Like, I knew the Call of Duty and their zombie modes were, uh, you know, really popular. And they are, it, like, that mode is actually legitimately fun to play. It's very fun to play because you have yeah. this whole barricading system and kind of trying to survive. I do, I did find it really surprising that it was, like, I always kind of thought they were still an afterthought, especially for that series. But now I, I'm seeing like the new Call of Duty, the World War II one. They're already pimping out the uh, the zombie mode. And I was like, damn, like the base game isn't even getting this much treatment yet. Yeah, mm. I have noticed that, that they're playing up the zombies more than they are playing up the actual game. I'd also say, um, and Zach kind of touched on this a little bit with like Steam Greenlight. There are way more zombie survival games these days. There are. Well, there uh, are. Like there's that Arma three mod, uh, like Daisy, and then Daisy has a bunch of imitators because of how big it got. Uh, I don't really even know if z- zombies are that big a part of it, but they are there, and it's just like, guess what? This is an open box zombie survival game. Like, fucking add it to the pile. Well, that's what I mean. That's ignoring Steam Greenlight and and the other like dog pile of of games that are on Steam. Well, I I, I personally think. Those are like some of them are getting pretty big, like Daisy H one Z one. I know Daisy is pretty big. I did not know about H one Z one, but um, uh, I, all I know is from from those is in Daisy the enemy is not the zombies. The enemy is the other players. Mm. Yeah, I actually kind of like that when when games do that, where zombies are just kind of like are the vehicle. Yeah, they're just kind of there to set the tone and the world, and to just kind of give a like a constant threat but the real enemies are either the other players or sometimes it's the environment and other stuff so yeah i mean i i liked that in a few games i feel like that theme has been a little played out at this point i'm i'm someone who like i was following walking dead for a while and then i got really tired of the like oh did you know humanity's the real monster trope like like i I've seen it, I understand, like, where that comes from, and it is, like, kind of a cool concept, but it, like, that shows up a little too much for me as well. I think it's the same, like, as Zach was saying, for, like, one too many green light games where you're crafting. With me, it's one too many games where it's, like, you're actually supposed to be doing this, and zombies are just kind of there to, like, pull you across. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I was saying, like, you had a a follow-up question on that of, like, do you still like seeing them in games? I think I like seeing them in games, like how do i put this it's like i think they're overdone but it's always kind of cool to see somebody try to take a new crack at it like days Mm -hmm. gone by i think is really cool because it's like it's the giant zombie horde this time and like with modern technology that number can be massive now that's that's pretty cool um although 
Speaking of taking a new twist on a game. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should make a zombie game. Zach, Zach, what? <laughs> could we make a zombie game? Really? I think, I think we could. I think we could. And I think, I think that's what our design club is today. <gasps> Why? My goodness. Could it be that we're challenging ourselves to create a zombie game? To come up with tropes that we want to use and things that we want to twist on the genre? Are the legends true? Zach, you streamlined us in so quickly and easily into this design club. I was for, for sure confused at what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the best segue is the is the one that I'm not even sure I'm on. <laughs> okay. So so how about just reset? Um, collectively, I think um, unless you guys want to do it individually, I think maybe collectively might be fun. I think but... collectively works works. For All this right, one. so we will collectively come up with a zombie game, an elevator pitch for a zombie game. Just okay. you know, um, using our our three kind of half-eaten brains. Okay, so we've got we've got zombies, but what's what's our like? We're gonna mix zombies with something. What what's what's the other factor? The first thing we have to determine is what type of zombie we're dealing with. Right, Fast zombies, point. slow zombies, like still sort of alive. They can remember your mother zombies. Like, where are we going with this? Let's. <laughs> God, yeah, it, like, they can remember I, your mother zombies. That's oh, right. Shot. Freshly bitten. Zo- Listen, the zombie just got bitten. It's like, ow! I remember when my mom would kiss my boo boos. I wonder if she will. Oh wait, that'll spread the infection. Oh. You know what? I like it. I like it. Our zombies have feelings. They're still trying to eat you. They still have human cap- like ca- capacities. They still like scream out, "Why are you doing this?" When we attack them, because mm. that's terrifying. Well, let me ask. Uh, for our game. What kind of tone do we want to do? Because, you know, like we've kind of... Drew's building a real bad tone there. Well, maybe not bad no, tone. No, no, he's, no. Building, like, he's building a real tone there. I don't want to do that either because I like goofy zombie games. So... Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, wait, wait. Let's, oh, let's hold go on. With... So what I was going to say is because, like, we kind of went over all those different tones, but, like, you know, did we... Like, which one did we want to use kind of deal? Like, mm-hmm. did we want this to be a... Because there are ones where it's very serious kind of horror stuff. There's ones when they're... A little bit more lighthearted. Uh, it, it's usually like a horde of stuff, and they're kind of just a goofy thing. Did we want to have it's like this is a human drama, but zombies happen to be here? I, I like the idea. I don't know why, but I've got it in my head that you could have a strategy game, like a top-down strategy game, hmm. Um, hmm. with zombies as the enemy. It's it's making me think of the 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 the, the idea that uh, Adam had in one seventy hmm. in college. Okay. You know what? Yeah. I like it. I've not seen it a lot. Can I make one suggestion that we go with an arcadey tone? Like I can do that. Like as long okay. as long as you have like you go out on runs from the base, mm-hmm. and you go through sort of like a, a a kind of like strategy shooter or like a top down shooter, mm-hmm. where you go around collecting resources and bring it back to the base. I like it. I like it. I I think you could do a fun. Uh, you know, also one of the things about zombie games that makes it feel more arcadey is definitely the art style. I feel like this kind of what we're setting up right now would have something like kind of like a plants versus zombies kind of vibe to it. If you wanted okay. to make it arcadey or maybe a little bit more lighthearted, maybe maybe yeah. like um, Metal Slug. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I'm on board with Metal Slug. Are the zombies fast or slow? I still, we still need to answer that question. It's got to be I, slow. I think I think they're mostly slow. Occasionally they're fast. If you want a hard zombie, they're gonna bring some fast ones. But overall, pretty slow. I like it, Zach. I like well, it. I'm actually yeah. thinking. What if you had, like, okay, so you go on a run from the game, 
And instead of just being like, a, I guess this kind of takes it out of the strategy thing, it becomes like a twin stick shooter thing. And there's just like the con, like all of these like fast zombies coming out of nowhere. And you're kind of like running, running around, pop and shooting them. And you kind of pick up supplies as you're kind of dodging them all. I think, well, I, the strategy aspect could be when you get back to the base. And so you go out and runs into the city to grab necessary supplies because I, I want to add survival elements. Um, but also you're gathering um, upgrade supplies and then you can come back to your base and upgrade yourself. And so you can go out on further runs, get farther and further away from, from the, your current position. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. So, but then going back to zombie tropes, like what do we want to throw in to our zombie game? Cause I, I have, I, I want to, I want to take into the, the lineage of the noble zombie. I want to make sure that we respect it. I, uh, I want there to be a mad scientist of some kind. I want that kind of that kind of zeal. That kind of. I mean, we could have we could have a we could have a resi situation where like evil company makes virus that turns people into zombies. No, I wanted to. I like the mad scientist who accidentally makes the zombie things. Like, oh no, there's zombies everywhere. Oh, you know what? You can play as one of the scientists who helped create the virus, trying to stop it or trying. Oh yeah, that sounds like a cool playable character redeeming (laughs) themselves on a quest. Either redeeming or it's the intern who thought it was super fucked up. That's also good. (laughs) You know what? Okay, tangent. I would love to play as the intern at an evil corporation who's just like, come on, man. I don't want to make bioweapons. I just wanted a paycheck or something. Come on. It's like, no, Timothy, go down and splice this human onto this raccoon. Oh, come on. Come on, man. Like, dude, I just, I got my biochem degree. I wanted to make medicine, man. You are making medicine, Timmy. Terrible, terrible medicine. Yo, I really want our want our hero to be an intern. Like, I'm super okay with that. Okay, well, that's the, the main character. I, I like, no, no, wait, wait. You have to choose from a, a list of characters. We have more than one main character. Wait, okay, so here's the thing, if I may, if I may. <clears throat> list of characters, your main character can be an intern. The way you will have multiple interns to select from, and you are the mad scientist choosing the intern when you're doing a player select. That's dumb. That's dumb. To like what? go out and I like love it. it. No, the, I, I could I could be down with like the science. Like, okay, that. we have to. I have to send out one of my interns to get supplies. You, intern number fifteen. My name's Jonathan. Listen here, intern number fifteen. <laughs> out you go. Yes. <laughs> all right. Yes. And then you bring back all your stuff and like, okay, what intern do I want to upgrade to get uh to get maybe better like weapons or skills and stuff so they don't die. I think I think better skills works with like an xp system oh my god that's this is almost like xcom with single units only it's interns only it's maybe interns. They, could have, yeah. they could have specialties based off of their major that mm. that works um now i will say uh since you brought up like the 170 stuff because uh, i did like when we did our game design uh thing i i did pitch a kind of a zombie like strategy thing mm-hmm. uh but it was kind of like it was a very like it was a strategy one where it, it was very much about the oppression of just kind of being like walking around and stuff I just to just to be clear, are we doing like the strategy like or are we going with the uh kind of like horde walking around you like twin well, sticky? I like, I like the idea of um like when you exit the like you have your home base and then you exit the home base and it's sort of like a big open world where you can go around and look for supplies in different areas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I there's can also see that. zombies. There's also zombies coming for you. Yeah. And you can change it up every time by just rejiggering around the zombies every time you step out what hmm. kind of like 
Okay, so we have like the classic zombie, but are we gonna have like specialty zombies? Oh, like because oh, I think we have seem to, to be everywhere. You I need, think mechanically it just has to happen. Zombie. You need some fast ones. You need some fat ones. You need some ooze spitting ones. You know, we we did have a mad scientist creating zombies here, so we have the perfect in-game like narrative. Can we excuse. have? Can we have a mad scientist zombie? Like like a zombie like a mad scientist who became a zombie as well and like throws like beakers and stuff at you. Yes, we can, Adam. Oh my like, god! No, can. wait, wait. It was it was our mad scientist's rival who he turned into a zombie. Yes. <laughs> This is turning into like a, a despicable thing. Like, do you guys, these people are both assholes. We just happen to be working for one of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's. I I love that tone for that. <laughs> so then, what do what do we call this game? We need a title. Uh. Oh God, uh, I don't know. Uh. Well, you're, you're playing as a bunch of interns. Summer of the Living Dead. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Summer of the Living Dead, it is. Or just Summer of the Dead also works. Oh, Summer, Summer of the Dead. Dead. But see, yeah, and see, that kind of flows in if, if we use, like, Metal Slug style, like, art. I have this idea that it's... I still have this idea that it's kind of poppy, zany, like, arcade kind of stuff, like Metal Slug, but then you're just kind of moving around in, like, an that XCOM is, fashion That is stuff. exactly how I'm envisioning yeah. it. Summer now, of the uh, Dead. I don't know about you guys. I had I had an idea for, like, two other zombie games, and I'll just quickly go over those and see what you guys thought. All right. I'll give it to you on a scale of eh to all right. Okay. So one idea I had was has you start playing as like patient zero of the zombie outbreak. And what you're doing is almost a Katamari Damacy style thing where you are going around biting other people and turning them into zombies. And you end up controlling the entire zombie horde because they just follow you around. And your goal is like go get objectives like oh knock down the supermarket or go knock down the bridge so these people can't escape or and you just have and you're just controlling this giant horde of zombies going around. Okay, so it's just like, one that... big horde of zombies. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. and I, I kind of had this idea of like, do you ever play Pikmin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, Holy the group shit. of Pikmin around. You're basically doing that. It's like, is that a person? We're all gonna jump. We're all gonna dogpile on it. And turn it into a zombie, and you go around. Maybe, maybe there are other monsters around, or I, other like police force or I am military stuff. Katamari Dynasty visuals with this game. Yes, that's what I need. Okay. Um. All right. I, I give this a pretty good. Drew, any any thoughts on Katamari the zombie? Hmm. I I will give it three smiling planets out of a universe. Wow, that's terrible. That's three out of that's nine. A really bad. But they're smiling. They're smiling. Uh, I like okay, it. that makes that makes it much better. That's easier on the heart to take. I'm sorry, Adam. You know what? You get you uh, get six. You get six out of nine smiling planets. Oh, okay. That's even better. Yay. Uh, and then the other game I had was this is something I always found really interesting in zombie things and kind of like uh, and it kind of goes off what we were talking about. One of the questions we had up here, which I don't know if we really touched on, was kind of like tone of our zombie games which you what? might have but what i was saying like uh, i don't know if we like really like formally touched on it like what kind of tone of zombie game we like whether it's like scary or stuff but one of the ones i actually kind of like the survival ones and one of the ones i, I always thought was interesting was like what does the person what does the pl uh, player do when they're just kind of hiding out like and there's the zombie horde going or like the out outbreak is going on and you're mm -hmm. just kind of holed up in this one room Oh. And I always had this idea for a game where it's like you do go out and do zombie ru like night runs of getting supplies and you always come back to your base. But it's always like 
the player you're the character you're playing as is just holed up in their apartment and they have to slowly go out and like uh, explore the rest of the apartment complex and then when they come back they have to like keep themselves busy or do things that remind them of stuff before the zombie outbreak to like keep them sane or oh so it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like a zombie cabin fever yeah yeah it, like i guess that's a good way of calling it it's like cabin fever of like because i'm imagining if there are a bunch of zombies out and somebody's trying to survive they're just gonna be they're just gonna want to hold themselves up in their stronghold so what do you do in your stronghold to keep you kind of to keep you sane almost hmm. yeah i thought that was like yeah. and like i always have this idea of like hey you know you do these things like that would seem meet like meaning uh meaningless beforehand, but now that you know society is gone or something, they're like almost comforting of like doing that. I don't know I don't how know. you would mechanically portray that, but I think it'd be a really cool idea. Like yeah. I, I'd be interested to see how you would make people care about about this person and the stuff that they miss. Yeah, yeah. I guess like the, an example I can think of is like so you go out and forage food and you bring it back. And you're actually, and you're able to cook it, and it's a meal that you had before this, so you feel good because it reminds you of better times. And then you know, hey, it's like, uh, you know, and then you, maybe you read a book that reminds you of stuff like that, or if you become lethargic or stuff, and your your house starts getting like all decrepit, you start feeling worse because it feels kind of hopeless. But if you were to keep your house tidy, you'd be like, well, I'm keeping myself busy, like busy work that just kind of reminds me of stuff well, I'm like that. Be like. The ultimate thing that could happen is you rescue somebody, and now you have another fucking human being in the place. Yeah, kind of like, and that now you have to take care of two people. Ooh. Hmm. But it's worth it because your sanity's back. Yeah, ah. I guess that that's something I never, I don't really see explored much in games. Is you'd go fucking insane in a zombie apocalypse. So how do you keep yourself from not going insane? Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna give that a. Uh, okay. That's that's two pre-orders I've got from Zach right now. I'm going to give it. I'm very curious. Here's some Kickstarter money. Yes, finally the Kickstarter money is rolling in. That's I can excellent. already taste that sweet, sweet backer reward. Act now, and we'll port it to the Nintendo Switch. Right. Fantastic. So, guys, um, we are getting into the lightning round. If you don't mind, just all right. Um, all right. I have I have a few. A few listener questions. If you guys want to respond to those. Holy Whoa, shit! We hold up! Hold questions. up! All right, Marquee Day, it is episode, what is this, 16? Listener questions are in. Indeed. Yeah, finally we have these. Question one comes from Mr. Block. He asks, how do you feel about games getting funded on Kickstarter? Oh, okay. Um, Kickstarter is a good method of raising money for a game, but people can also use it very deceptively. So it's sort of something that, like, you you as a consumer need to know you need to, to vet it really well. Or probably more importantly, Kickstarter itself needs to be able to vet the projects that get created. Mm. Well, I'd say I feel like the onus is definitely on the consumer of if they think this is a worthwhile project. Because Kickstarter is really just a platform for saying, hey, this is the project I want to do and can I get some money? I don't know if it to me, I don't think Kickstarter really needs to vet. Like, I don't know how much they do. They probably should do some level of it. But I still feel it's like, hey you know if you're seeing a project and you think oh yeah that's that kind of looks shady then maybe don't kickstart it something mm -hmm. like that I, i'm uh, i'm in a similar vein with me like it's your money you do with as you please 
I have always felt a little strange about Kickstarter. I I prefer systems like Patreon where you kind of pay incrementally based off of output. So I would like to see games that as they're being developed, maybe you could kick money their way to help the project continue. Mm-hmm. Like I prefer that kind of system, that kind of crowdfunding. I, yeah, I also like that. A li- I, I like Patreons a lot, actually. Patreon, I feel, works more for like, continued artists for like who are ma- putting out content who need funding like that yeah i, I don't mind kickstarter uh i actually i think kickstarter is a really cool idea for like basically saying hey here's this game is anybody interested uh and i like it with i i've personally back kickstarted a couple games and the ones that i've kickstarted that have come out i've really liked like i kickstarted shovel knight and i kickstarted yeah. darkest dungeon the one time i'm not i'm always kind of wary of kickstarter is or i kind of feel a little off about it is when people use Kickstarter, uh, this, you see this with a lot of big companies where they kind of use it instead of getting funds, they use it as a gauging interest kind of thing. You know, it's like, hey, we need 500000 to see if people are even interested in this. And it's like, well, but you guys already have the funding. This is going to come out either way. There was a game called Bloodstained that I personally am super, super excited for. It's by uh, Koji Igarashi, who did the Metroidvania-style games. Um... Uh, and I'm really excited for it. But it did feel kind of weird when they were like saying, hey, you know, we basically have most of the funding. We just want to see if people are interested in. Now, it was really cool to see that to get like double what like uh, actually know how much they, they think they raised like five hundred five million on Kickstarter for that game. Damn. And that, that was like Damn. way more than the five hundred thousand they had started with. But it was kind of weird to see like, hey, is this a is this Kickstarter a gauging interest Kickstarter or do you actually need the money? And that's one thing that kind of threw me off about Kickstarter. Um, but overall, I like the system. I, I don't mind it. Okay. So then this this next question comes from uh, from Edgelord X, lowercase x, uppercase x, 117. And he oh asks... God, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Edgelord 17. You're my favorite. 117, remember. Oh, 117. Which I believe is the name of the... I believe is the sign code for the Master Chief. I think. You're probably right. Uh-huh. Ed- Edgelord asks, if you were stranded on a desert island, which of your co-hosts would you eat first? Yeah, this is super appropriate. Who would I eat first? Uh, okay, now here's the weird thing about this question. You really don't want to be the first person who gives an answer because it seems like you thought about it ahead of time. Yeah. Mm. Um, mm. So I'm going to throw it on Zach. Tell us who you would eat first. Oh, crap. Um, shit. Uh, I can make it unawkward because I had to have read this beforehand, so I would have had to have thought about it. So, all right, Drew, yeah, go you, for it. You thought about this, Drew. Now, hold on a second. <laughs> Is the option to eat nobody Who's available? Who's the no, no. to you, you I have to. I have to consume one of you. And here's the thing, Adam. I would eat you because you are <laughs> sweet. You are sweeter than Zach. Oh, you just doing that because I'm bigger. And you think <laughs> you can get more meat off me? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Uh, it's it's my joke to make it so I don't have to actually answer. It's oh, your okay. turn. <laughs> I um I uh, I guess we'll do this round robin style. Drew, yes, Zach? I would eat you. <sighs> is it because I'm? Is it because I'm tall? Yeah, it's because you're tall. Oh. <laughs> Who would I eat? Hmm. I. You know what? If I had to eat somebody, it probably would be Zach. Ah. Uh. Now, now we could give some reasoning, but they're not going to sound great. <laughs> I kind of want to hear them. I am a we'll little see curious. If, if we're on a deserted island, I might need, like, 
what if there's stuff way up high that I need and I'm not tall enough? Drew is slightly taller than me. Ooh, so oh good. Now, Zach, if we eat Zach though, I'm wondering, is is Zach gonna be too stringy? How do we how do we cook Zach? Or are we just gonna eat him raw? Okay, um, so really what I'm thinking about this what I'm right thinking... now is we would we would probably go with like you know obviously we're going to go do over a fire right that's all we got it's going to be a desert island but i think if we throw enough spices on it you know it'll work out like get a little of that sand a little of that sea salt okay, water okay okay mm-hmm. okay next question I, because i, I have a gonna... new answer i would not eat anyone i would starve <laughs> that is not well see look then we could eat zach anyway Oh, God. What a fool. Okay. Look, no, thank you, Zach. You're, oh, wait, you're no, I, have, I probably the... have the best answer now. Um, I would eat whoever died first. Oh. Mm. I don't know if okay. that's the best answer because that means you've killed somebody. No, no, no. It, it, means, it means we try to wait it out, and then when someone <laughs> dies to starvation, we eat that body. I think you're doing that thing where you're looking for ways out of the question. But okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, really that's not the question. <laughs> okay, next question. Because I'm getting hungry. Mm. Well, that, that's all we have this week. Um, oh, good. I'm, okay. <laughs> Thank goodness. I don't want to answer any more awkward questions. So, I have a deep hunger for my co-hosts. Mm. <laughs> uh, um, before we go to lesson of the day, I have a final pour out. Um, it is actually it's a toast. There's a game called I Made a Game with Zombies in it that oh, I got. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a twin stick zombie shooter that is super fun. And I really love it, and it reminds me a bit of the game we brainstormed today. So I toast to that. Do I have any parts or toasts this week? Not that I can think of. I think I'm actually. I don't think I have any parts or toasts this week. All right, that's fair enough. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pour one out for Yakuza Zero game. I mean, I, I talked about you, and you, you've got charm, but I just can't finish it, dude. Hmm. Shame. Shame. Pouring it all out, all on the flow. Yeah, right there. Now, Zach, before we eat you on a deserted island, we're going to need a lesson of the day. Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson is when you really can't sleep, get up, walk around for a bit, and just have a sleeping pill. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Aw, thank you, Zach. I'm going to take that to heart. No, no, you're supposed to take, you're supposed to put it in your mouth and take it. You don't put it in your heart. Yeah, you don't, 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 don't put it in your heart. damn it, Adam. God. <sighs> All right, Nick. <laughs> Drew, what is our next episode going to be about? Well, Adam, our next episode will be about Death in Games, a, a valid follow-up. So if anyone has any questions or suggestions, they can send them our way and maybe we'll answer them. Um, mm-hmm. They can reach us at teamnitwick at gmail.com that's team n-i-t-w-i-c at gmail.com and um oh quick shout out to pro leader the guy who provided music this week thanks pro leader thank, thank you, you so leader. much go to his band camp and with that i believe we are good to go thank you so much listener i hope you have a lovely night i hope no one eats you and oh. goodbye oh. Bye.